Hello and welcome to this online service of worship. My name is Gavin McFadden, the minister of Cardonald Parish Church in Glasgow. And as you join in today with the hymns, prayers and readings, may you know God's loving presence with you. This week, as we begin our worship together, we start with the hymn, Come, let us to the Lord our God with contrite hearts return. This hymn is the Scottish paraphrase number 30, based on Hosea chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. The Cardonald Ladies' Choir are going to lead us now in a recording from their 1999 Rejoice compilation of hymns. If you want to follow the words, you can find them in the Church Hymnary 3rd edition, hymn number 69, or the 4th edition, hymn number 482 omitting verse 3, or you can find it online. Let's pray together. Dear God, our loving Heavenly Father, you are worthy of all praise and thanks for your great love for us in sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Saviour. 
Thank you for your everlasting love and goodness and for providing for us in all our needs day by day. Thank you for your presence with us and your promise to be with us always, guiding us through all of life's ups and downs in the way of everlasting life through Christ our Lord. Forgive us for the ways we have not lived out of love for you or love for our neighbour. Cleanse us and renew our hearts by your most Holy Spirit and teach us to trust in you more fully and to follow your ways in all of our lives. Help us to grow in our faith this day as we hear your words of life and are strengthened in hope by your faithful promises to us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. Amen. Let's listen now to God's word, read from the New International Version of the Bible. Our first Bible reading today is from Psalm 102, verses 1 to 17. A prayer of an afflicted person who has grown weak and pours out a lament before the Lord. Hear my prayer, Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I am in distress. Turn your ear to me. When I call, answer me quickly. For my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. In my distress I groan aloud and am reduced to skin and bones. I am like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. I lie awake. I have become like a bird alone on a roof. All day long my enemies taunt me. Those who rail against me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes as my food and mingle my drink with tears because of your great wrath. For you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you, Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations. You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favour to her. The appointed time has come. For her stones are dear to your servants, her very dust moves them to pity. The nations will fear the name of the Lord, 
all the kings of the earth will revere your glory. For the Lord will rebuild Zion and appear in his glory. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. Our second Bible reading is from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Have you ever tried to carry too much stuff? Taking lots of bags of shopping home, for example, or overpacking for holidays and ending up lifting very heavy suitcases longer distances than you would have liked. We know what happens if we try to carry too much for any length of time. Our arms and shoulders begin to ache, our body starts telling us we need to stop and at least put down our burdens for a while before we can keep going again. The thing is, we know what to do to find relief from carrying these sorts of burdens which we can see. But there are other kinds of unseen burdens that we might not know how to put down so easily, which can actually cause us more harm the longer we carry them. What about the burden of uncertainty? having to adjust our lives to change circumstances and not knowing how things will be or how we should respond. We may be carrying a burden of anxiety because of the things we're going through. Some of us may be experiencing the burden of grief, having lost loved ones, friends or colleagues. There's a story recorded in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 24, verses 13 to 35, about two friends walking along a road to a place called Emmaus, outside Jerusalem. They were followers of Jesus and they had gone through a very great loss when Jesus died on the cross. They didn't yet know Jesus had risen from death. So they were downcast, they were grief-stricken, and they were very uncertain about what lay ahead. Perhaps their feelings are best summed up in the words that they spoke to Jesus, who came alongside them on the road, though they didn't recognise him at first. Jesus came and asked them what they were talking about, and they replied how they believed Jesus was a powerful prophet of God who they hoped would save the people, but that he'd been handed over by the rulers to be put to death on a cross. Yet there was some uncertainty about what had happened since. There were rumours that angels had spoken to some of their women to tell them that Jesus was alive, and it had been found that his tomb was indeed now empty. So they were burdened, and grieving and uncertain about what was going on or what would happen. 
And that was reflected as they said these words to Jesus. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Those words, but we had hoped, are words we might have expressed too. We had hoped for something, but it didn't happen. Or it hasn't happened yet and time has kept passing. The burden of unfulfilled hopes is a heavy burden for any of us to bear. But what can we do with the burdens we might be carrying, these different unseen burdens that weigh on our hearts and minds? In this time of uncertainty, when many of us may be going through grief or some form of anxiety or having what if or but I'd hoped for kind of thoughts, it's important for us to acknowledge our need to express things. It's not a time for a stiff upper lip. And it never does any good to try and bury or repress these kinds of feelings. We need a way of letting go of the burdens that are really too heavy for us. We need a way of lightening the load so our souls can be restored and our hearts freed. The good news is that God knows we often carry burdens that are too heavy for us and he wants to help us release those things to him. But how do we do that? Well, if the first step in dealing with these heavy burdens is acknowledging them and not trying to ignore them, the next step is sharing those burdens. It can be helpful to share our burdens with people we trust, but most of all we need to share our burdens with God who cares for us completely. But how practically can we do that? I know when I'm trying to do something for the first time I like to get help from someone who's done it before. If I can't find someone to speak to directly I might Google my question or watch a YouTube clip of someone demonstrating how to do something. The Bible has many examples we can learn from of other people who have acknowledged the burdens they've been carrying and shared those with God so he could lighten their load. And many of those examples are found in the book of Psalms. The Psalms record many prayers of people going through all sorts of things, and they're not nice, neat, easy prayers. Some are real painful heart cries to God for help. Psalm 102, part of which we read, is one of those kind of, of prayers. In fact, the title of the Psalm gives away what the prayer is about. We're told it's a prayer of an afflicted person who has grown weak and pours out a lament before the Lord. Praying and speaking out about the things that burden us and weigh us down is such an important step in allowing God to take the heavy weight of the burdens away so we don't buckle under the load. Our circumstances might not change, 
but our attitude to our circumstances will, as we offload to God and invite him to help us. When the two friends offload uh, their hearts and share their concerns, their grief and their uncertainties with Jesus, he begins to show them how God was working through all the pain and suffering of the cross to save people. He was able to get them to look up again and see how God, in his love, was still working his good plans for the world. But more than that, as their eyes became less clouded by the concerns which burdened them, they were able to recognise Jesus present with them and their hearts were lit up again with hope. And that's the next stage for us too, as we acknowledge our burdens, and then as we share them with God in prayer, in lament, in honest cries, we begin to receive that lightning presence of Jesus with us, taking those burdens from our shoulders, and what's more, by his Spirit, our Lord Jesus will help us to know the peace of his presence with us. Peace that passes understanding, which meets us even in the place of uncertainty, and even in the deepest grief, as he gives us rest for our souls. And so Jesus invites us now. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious and merciful God, you are the one who is mighty to save. You are the one who has stretched out your hands in love to a dying world, taking the pain and darkness and distress of us all, surrendering those hands to nails on a cross, bearing our sins and our sicknesses away in your body, to be buried in the tomb. Then three days later you burst to life again, great giver of life and light to all mankind. Living Saviour, meet with us in our uncertainty and sadness. Speak your words of hope and peace into our hearts once more and send us out into the world to share the good news of your loving care for each one of us and your gift of life and forgiveness, healing and wholeness. Almighty God, deliver us from our troubles as we uphold to you now the needs of our world. We pray for your protection for all who are working to support and bring healing to those who are sick and comfort to those who are dying and to the bereaved. We pray for your wisdom and guidance 
for those who are seeking ways to treat people and find vaccines for the COVID-19 coronavirus. We ask too for discernment for those in government to know how best to lead us in the coming weeks and months. Living Lord, we pray too for your people that you would help us to be beacons of your light and hope, sharing the love of Christ with those around us and those we are in contact with in creative and constructive ways. God of all hope and comfort, we bring before you those known to us personally who are in particular need at this time for your healing, for your protection, for your comfort. Thank you, Lord, that you care for each one of us so much and that though we are not able to meet up in the usual ways with our families and friends, we thank you that all are present to you. So we ask, Lord, for your blessing on each and we pray for your kingdom to come in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our closing hymn of worship is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And we're going to hear the Cardonald Ladies Choir lead us again in another recording from their 1999 Rejoice compilation of hymns. If you want to follow the words, you can find them in the Mission Praise Hymn Book number 712, or alternatively, you can find the words online.
we close our service now with a blessing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you this day and always. Amen.